Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. This is the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back in. It's Daily Ticker time, brought to you by... Just us, actually. It's just brought to you by us. We do this every day. Uh, we go around big stories. I thought of nobody but uh, anybody else. Bill Conley was the guy I was thinking of all week, and I'm like, I got to talk to Bill Conley about this college football madness because Bill's one of our favorites on ESPN.com, the creator of SP Plus Rankings. You can find him on Twitter at ESPN underscore Bill C. Give him a follow. Uh, he's got a really good article uh, recapping the winners, losers, takeaways of a lot of teams in college football at ESPN.com. Bill, good morning. Thanks for hopping on with us. I, I, I want to start uh, one of the teams that lost this weekend, Penn State, where at no one point did I watch that Penn State-Ohio State game thinking Penn State's going to win this. Bill, <laughs> I, I go through your SP Plus rankings, and I, I know it's not you. It's just a, a metric you created, but I want to ask you, is Penn State, how do we know Penn State is really good? Like, I know statistically where they rank in the country, in their conference, <laughs> but outside of Ohio State, Michigan, Bill, they have no ranked opponents. Their non-conference was a joke. Like, they, they don't beat any good teams. How do I know how good Penn State really is? <laughs> well, we know how good the defense is. So I, I think we can confidently say that the defense is uh, outstanding. They have a track record. The defensive coordinator has a track record. They are what, like second, I think, in, in points allowed per drive, and they did just play Ohio State. Uh, so, yeah, I, for all intents and purposes, we know they have half of an awesome team. The, the thing about heading into this past weekend, though, was we had no idea what the offense was capable of against a real defense. And, and Ohio State, to their credit, 
you know, it, it's hard to shake reputations or kind of the, the, the assumptions we have about certain teams. Uh, and, and so for weeks now, I've felt like the Ohio State defense is a little bit underrated just because we can't quite grasp that they suddenly have one of the two or three best defenses in the country, but they do. And Penn State just had no they, – they only know how to nibble. They, they've created a, a, an offense this year that is kind of – just a set up to protect Drew Aller and, and protect him from mistakes, give him, you know, the easiest possible reads to make. Um, and that, that or his conservative tendencies are just overwhelming him uh, because he can't take risks. Uh, and, and sure enough, he goes out and he has like one, they had like one good pass play. Uh, they ran the ball. Okay. But they seem to be focused way too much on the pass early in the game. Um, and, and it dug them a hole that they never really seemed like they were going to get out of. That is a great way to describe Penn State. I'm going to use that the rest of the year. They only know how to nibble. I'm going to I'm going to use that the rest of the season for Penn State. Uh, USC. Oh, Bill, talk about heartbreak. USC loses to a backup quarterback at home. Second loss now. Got Emmanuel Acho out here saying Caleb should not play the rest of the season because it's all about the NFL. I hate that take. But what do you make of it? It just something's off about USC. And my my takeaway, Bill, is that Lincoln's maybe his agent's pretty busy right now with some NFL teams that might be eyeing his services. But there's something off and amiss about USC. What's your takeaway? Yeah, I mean, the offense is still fine. Uh, they've really only under underachieved offensively. Uh, well, I guess you could count the Arizona game, too. They ended up in the 40s because of overtime. But the Arizona-Notre Dame kind of double there was, was really poor de- uh, for the offense, and that was certainly new. Um, but yeah, they've just been <laughs> mostly because of the defense. They've been off for a while. They, you know, early in the season, I always talk about it's, it's how you play, not who, or we can tell, even if you're playing weak teams, we can kind of tell if you're getting better or worse or whatever. And early in the season, th- three games in, you can make a case that USC was definitely better than last year. The defense was at least okay. Offense was as good as expected. But over the last five games now, they, they got up to fifth in, in my SP plus ratings. Over the last five games now, they've underachieved by an average of 17 points per game against the projections at hand. And they, I mean, they came pretty close to the projection this last week. So I think maybe we've seen kind of the bottoming out. Uh, we, we, maybe that's the end of the slide, unless Caleb checks out, in which case uh, everything changes, I guess. But, but yeah, they really, they just don't have it defensively. I, I remember I, I talked to Kevin Wilson, the old, the current Tulsa coach, former Indiana coach, former O, o coordinator at, at Ohio State and Oklahoma, and he, he when he was at Indiana, he talked about how offensively he knew how to build a culture. He knew all, how to set expectations. We're gonna we, we need to hit this you know, number of yards per game, points per game, whatever. This is how you build a good offense. He had no idea how to go to build build a good defense. And half decade into Lincoln Riley's uh, head coaching career, more than that, he still has no idea how to build a good defense. You just it, It's just really interesting that he cannot get any better at this uh, at OU or USC. And it's holding him back. And it's holding USC back at the moment, even if they're still ahead of where they were uh, with, with Clay Helton, at least. Yeah, we're chatting with Bill Conley, ESPN.com. Uh, you can find him at ESPN, of course, on Twitter, at ESPN underscore Bill See, he's got his ugly win rankings, what close calls and bad losses in week eight mean, which I, I love to go through that. He's got the SP Plus rankings. Uh, I did see staff picks for ESPN.com. I always wonder how many of these things you guys do and participate in that you kind of forget about. But I saw staff rankings and, and predictions, and I saw that you have Washington in the playoff, or at least you did in the last staff picks, 
But Oregon is ahead of Washington in the SP plus. Yeah. So how does this unfold in your <laughs> when you're playing the Pac-12 game in your head and they're asking you to pick a playoff team from the Pac-12? How does that all project for you? Yeah, what's funny about the the I mean, we we do the playoff thing every week, every Saturday night. It's who's in your playoff, and and so I think some people may be trying to make a prediction out of it. I just have fun with it and say like if, if I had to pick four right now, mm. uh, they'd be and and in that in that sense, of course, Washington's going to make it in uh, over somebody else. But yeah, I mean to your point, SP plus is supposed to be a predictor, and and I think with what we've seen over uh, the last few weeks, especially. Seems like Oregon's a lot more reliable than Washington right now. Um, you know, Washington was okay against Arizona. I mean, Arizona's turned out to be a pretty good team. Um, so, you know, the fact that they kind of struggled to put that one away, the offense really didn't have all that much trouble, just kind of hit a, a, a rut momentarily. So I wasn't really worried about that one. Arizona State, now granted, Arizona State's defense has really stepped up the last few weeks. Hasn't stepped up that much. It hasn't stepped up to the point where Washington should be scoring eight off or seven offensive points or whatever it was. Um, and that's, or six, I guess. Wait, yeah, now I'm confusing myself. Anyway, um, <laughs> a single digits, and um, yeah, that's that, that shouldn't be happening. At home, even if you've got a little hangover after the Oregon game, uh, there was a defined lack of sharpness there that did concern me a lot, and, and Oregon just went out and handled the business against a pretty good Washington State team. So, yeah, I think if you want to make the case that moving forward, Oregon is probably going to be the better team, I, I think we can absolutely make that case, but – you know, obviously Washington won the game, so for now they're the playoff team. Uh, what is, what is your read right now? Monday morning, I, and I know we're still thinking about obviously USC losing on a field goal and Oregon taking care of Washington State. But what's your read on Oregon at Utah, twelve thirty kick at Rice Eccles? Because I said it earlier, Bill. I, I think what Kyle's doing is pretty remarkable. How many coaches at programs all across the country could be six and one with their backup quarterback. And actually they've gone through two different quarterbacks. Yeah. So like, what's your read on Oregon at Utah? Yeah, they're, they're 92nd in points per drive right now. They make almost no big plays whatsoever. And they're six and one and just reminded everybody, Hey, we're the two time champs. We could do it again. And it'll screw everything up for everybody. Um, I, you know, I, I do trust Oregon more. I think Oregon's, uh, you know, if we're comparing offense versus offense, Oregon's obviously got a, a massive advantage there. And while this really might be Kyle Whittingham's best defense at Utah, Oregon's defense isn't all that bad. So um, I think just the overall uh, talent advantage and, and quality advantage obviously goes to Oregon. But this is just – these are the games that Utah lives for. And, and absolutely, you know, they, they are the most antisocial program in the country at this point, besides maybe Iowa, I guess. Uh, and they live for these exact moments where they can go ruin somebody's, play, uh, you know, a, a sparkly new Pac-12 team thinking they have ambition, uh, go to Salt Lake City and have that ambition just uh, wrecked in front of you. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm picking Oregon because I think Oregon's really, really, really good. Uh, but I, there's not going to be any surprise here if Utah manages to figure out how to how to manufacture yet another uh, win out of nothing. Oregon went to Washington a couple a week ago, and the week off before that game, we had talked a lot about it because of the matchup. It had never been a top-10 matchup between those two teams. Yeah. Well, in the same way, Bill, last Monday, my team, my alma mater, Oregon State, not playing. They're on a bye week, and I'm just talking about how nervous I am because this game was announced as a Pac-12 after dark game, 7.30, Zona Zoo, and that scares the living hell out of me. And I, yeah. I, I saw the SP plus projections based on the numbers – uh, this this is a very uncomfortable game, I think, for Oregon State fan. They haven't, in the Jonathan Smith era, won a road game of substantial 
No. Like, the USC win was nice. That wasn't a very good USC team. Right. They, they haven't won that key road game yet. They came close last year, but they didn't do it. What say you, Bill Conley, because Arizona's found their quarterback in Fafita. What say <laughs> you with Oregon State going to the desert this weekend? Yeah, you're not supposed to, um, you know, replace your starting quarterback, your injured starting quarterback, and get like 20 times better. That's not the way any of this is supposed to work. Um, but no, I, I, Arizona, they were. Let's see, uh, after the Stanford game, which they barely won, they barely beat Stanford a month ago. Uh, they were 46th in, in SP plus. Uh, they're now 34th in, in three games. I was talking about underachieving against projections for USC. Last three week, games, they've overachieved by 11 and then 17 and then 46 against Washington State. Uh, they're a team that absolutely did not want a bye week last week. They wanted to keep going, I'm sure. But, no, it, it's hard to – you never know what, what a three-game sample is. That really could just be, you know, the, uh, teams were, were not ready for Fafita to, to – to play the way he did. They didn't have a read on his tendencies yet. Uh, the offense got a huge advantage from it, and maybe that advantage goes away now, especially since the, their upcoming opponent is both very good and has had time to actually study film. Maybe that's the end of it, or maybe it really ju- has just clicked and they're going to be, you know, eight and four here, nine and three at the end of the season after a, a ridiculous hot streak. This is. I'm, I'm, you know, I t- I've said the word trust a lot. I trust Oregon State because we know that they've been awesome for a year and a half. But yeah, I would not want to play Arizona in Arizona at any time of day, much less Pac-12 after dark right now because they are a massive wild card in this race. Do you got upset this weekend with that game? <sighs> no, I, I, I want Oregon State to, to continue winning just to make things really weird here down the stretch. So I'm going to go with my, the heart and, and pick Oregon State, but. Yeah, nothing's going to be surprising with either Utah or Arizona, uh, you know, because we, we've just seen these types of results too many times. Yeah, yeah, that's a game that makes everybody nervous out here. That has a, a rooting interest in it, and uh, Oregon, Washington. We'll see where all this thing's going to sort it out. Bill Conley, ESPN, ESPN dot com, SP Plus rankings. You can find him on Twitter at ESPN underscore Bill C. Bill, you know, we always appreciate the time out here. Thanks for hopping on with us and talking to Pac twelve football and. Kind of giving us your thoughts on where all this sits right now. Absolutely. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.